Hey there, film fans. I'm Jeff. I'm Dave. And I'm John, and welcome to The Love of Cinema, a pod in which we'll challenge one another to discuss movies both new and old and franchises and trilogies with a strictly positive critical eye. That's right, and to avoid any lazy negativity, we're making this a drinking game. Drinking game. Any, any <laughs> negative criticism about a film is absolutely allowed, but you will be called out for it, and you will have to take a drink, both me and you at home, every time. So if you hear this noise, it means we're all drinking. So pour yourself a glass, drink. join us, and give it up for some films we love, and uh, the films that might need some love this week. We'll find out. Ooh. There's a few. There's 30 films to talk <laughs> There's about. There's a few that may need some love tonight. God damn it. Mm. That's right, everybody. We are picking up. This is the seventh week of our Corona franchise face-off, which, for those of you new to the pod, jumping in this week, thank you so much. So good to have you. Welcome. We decided that in the age of the coronavirus, which, by the way, I am drinking Corona Light. Oh, that guy. That's right. Respect. Listen. Um, so, <laughs> in honor... Damn it! Wait, I'm trying to give everybody the scoop. Uh, okay. Yeah. When the coronavirus came around, we decided that we, along with other people, might be interested in binging franchises or trilogies with the extra time and the freer nights they have alone in their apartment contemplating their sins. So, we have been talking about our 16 favorite trilogies or franchises. We seeded them 1 through 16, and we... Put a bracket together. Right now, we are in our seventh week. The winner of this week will advance to the quarterfinals where they will see the likes of either The Lord of the Rings, The Godfather, Star Wars, Star Trek, Toy Story, somehow also John Wick, <laughs> and Harry Potter. That's a, that's a throwback. That is thanks, correct. Thanks for the throwback. <laughs> yes, but today we have... A whole bunch of films because we are going to step up with our seven seed, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That is specifically the Avengers series, which means any films that the Avengers are in, not the X-Men. Any film that any Avenger is in, that's our seven seed. And they'll be facing... Not Blade? Not Blade? Come on, what about Blade? He's he's announced his film hasn't been made. They're going up... They're going up against our ten seed, (laughs) the Terminator series. We'll find out what went wrong after John gives some shout-outs. Okay, we're going to... Uh, I tried it. <laughs> I tried it right off the bat. Really? It's so first funny. I can't believe you didn't try this. Oh, I'm going to drink for my shitty Arnold. I'm coming back. I can't back believe you didn't try that out what, before. What's just wrong run with it. your eyes? What's wrong with your eyes? <laughs> okay, our first sponsor <laughs> is our beer sponsor. We miss him. His name is Carlos Barroso. Give him a follow on Instagram at C Barroso Bar 2019. That's C B A R R O Z O B A R 2019. And as always, the music you hear on these episodes is provided by the artist Dasein. You can find them right. at uh, SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com slash. We were determining that last week forward slash Dasein. Yeah, I think it's just a regular slash. Artist, sure. That's soundcloud.com forward slash Dasein, D-A-S-E-I-N dash artist. All right, let's get into our shitty Arnold impressions. I'm pretty excited about this. <laughs> no, first Arnold up, comes up later. First up, we're going to be doing the Marvel movies. That's 22, 22 movies. And just in case you're wondering, we do have lives. We did not watch all 22 movies this week, but we have all seen them. At least I once have, or twice or three times. Dave, own... how many times have you seen these? <laughs> oh, it um, it gets less as it goes on, but like some of the earlier mm-hmm. ones I've seen, uh, it would be at least 20, 25 Very strange times. answer. 
<laughs> okay. No, I'm talking about as we get I mean, further down. Like as as you start to get into some of the sequels, you start to watch some of them a little less. Yeah, or maybe uh, huh. Captain Marvel. <clears throat> um, yeah. So. Oh. Um. This happened over the course of 12 years, 2008 to 2019. They made 22 films, plus all the other Marvel Disney stuff that was going on in the world. How did they do it? Obviously, some were better than others. Yeah. I don't even know where to start. Dave, Dave, how do you want to start? Why don't we do this a little bit in sequence, right? Iron Man started this. Iron Man started this. um, And uh, it also, like, they changed it right from the go, really, as well, because... The, uh, orig- the original scripted version of Iron Man, he wasn't meant to end the film with I am Iron Man. They actually went and asked and had to sit down with Marvel management and say, can we do this? And they were like, yeah, go for it. And it changed everything from that point on because wow. the, the entire universe was kind of tipped on its head. And I love, I love oh. when they do that. Should we talk right now about how how great Robert Downey Jr.'s agent was. Should we get that oh, off yeah. the bat? The guy, look at the foresight. So now you know, now you know, to do, I guess, to do this. Just might as well throw that clause in there. Robert Downey Jr.'s agent said, any movie that Iron Man in, he gets a percentage of the gross. And apparently it was a pretty high percentage because after that first Avengers movie came out when everybody was like, yeah, we made two to $4 million and Robert Downey Jr. got 50. He got as much as everybody else combined. Like, kudos, CAA. Yeah. Like, good job, bros. Wow. Wow. Yep. Yeah, buzz everybody else's agent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, buzz everybody else's agent. <laughs> everybody's agent drink. Everybody's agent. Um, I think they renegotiated it down eventually. Yeah, probably, yeah, probably after Iron Man okay. 2. So, Dave. <laughs> yeah, but Iron Man 3 was cool, but it was Iron after Man the Avengers, so it doesn't cool. matter. Anyway. Um, yeah, just, Iron Man 3 is cool. There's some good yeah, villains in there. I got some love on Twitter recently, actually. A lot of people were going back for a rewatch. For sure. And that, that's one of the things that with these be. movies. <laughs> like, the, the rewatchability is through the roof. Oh, it's through the roof, dude. I mean, it's also mm-hmm. uh, Iron Man three might be my favorite trailer. I know that has a very specific like and positive, but all of these had right. some pretty very similar trailers, and they all had the similar teasers, you know, towards the end of the movies. Yeah. I remember you know, that trailer for Iron Man three. I thought it was haunting. That image of him dragging his suit through the snow. Mm-hmm. Right. Remember yeah. that? Anyway. Um, I, so I, yeah, my, why my is why is the Marvel universe so special? Be Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Because I, I I knew nothing about Guardians, and they you they came with that trailer oh, cool. of the music, and I was sold for it was, was hooked it, on was a it feeling. On a it feeling? Was that what it was like? And the... I was just sold from the get go, yeah. and I couldn't wait to see this thing. And I went and saw it, and I was right. It was it was amazing. So I do kind of want to. I was ask... confused because the good. Yeah, Sorry, go no, no, you go, you go. I was going to say, I was confused by it because the opening of it was that, like, post-apocalyptic. So I, I thought it was going to be, because I think that was around the same year as uh, mm-hmm. Interstellar, which had, like, a similar look. And I was like, wait, I don't, I don't know why. There was a weird crossover for me when I saw that trailer. And then with the 80s throwback, too, and kicked in there with, like, an old headset, yeah. but flying through space. What if Chris and Pratt and Matthew McConaughey switched? Would you still like it? Interesting. Interstellar would be hilarious. <laughs> Okay, wait. Um, so the Hulk comes out the same year as Iron Man 2008. They sort of kind of forgot, pretended like it didn't happen because Edward Norton mm-hmm. wasn't going to be in anymore. But then you get Captain America and Thor. What are we, Dave, you read the comics ahead of time, or at least most of them. I actually, what, I, what I haven't the, read many of the Were these Marvel the people comics. to introduce? Um, but the, I'll tell you the one thing I was very oh, I curious about was like how they were going to do Thor. Because I was like, they've set up this really, mm. like it was a grittier Iron Man intro. And it was a, a perfect intro for Iron Man, the character right. of Iron Man, in my opinion. And then they did Captain America, which was exactly what you would expect. 
and then it's like okay we're going thor and i'm like wow they're, they're doing thor straight up straight into the mystical and I, i'm pleased to say it was a mm. tiny little self-contained introduction story to thor now was it the best thor movie no ragnarok is mm. all right i said something bad about the original thor but yeah <laughs> oh yeah oh fuck yeah I like Kenneth Branagh's no, first cool. Thor a lot, though. I, I really like that I loved first it. Movie. I yeah. it was great. There was cast. I was shocked because it, it, I didn't. I'm totally one of those people who had no idea about any of these characters. I remember seeing Thor like on some lunchboxes growing up and stuff, but I did not check Same. in or tune in to any of the Marvel universe outside of, well, nobody. Uh, Spider Man. I was kind of in. He had a good cartoon. Yeah, I watched when we were it came on after I watched the, Bad the animated Man. stuff. Yes, yeah, that was about cool. it. I didn't watch any of the animated cartoons other than that. That was I watched Batman and Spider Man, I guess. So Thor was like a big stretch for me. I was like, all right, let's go watch this movie about this demigod who lives on a planet in the solar system. And I was really, yeah. I don't know, it got yeah. me. It, I was very, very impressed. The sincerity they had. But Thor, especially, has so much good comedy, and they eventually yeah. take it. You know, all the way to Ragnarok, I mean, which is hilarious, and he probably has the funniest movies. But that first one, I don't know. I was touched yeah. by this. Sincerity. I mean, I think that's the only way they could have done it. It's it was like this. This is his character, and this is what he's going through, and it's a great little origin story. And I'm so happy when they get around to uh, Love and Thunder, which is the next Thor, that they're getting Natalie Portman back because I feel like those two really, really work together. I feel like yeah. people are going to scream yeah, sure. like children when she puts I mean, that hammer up for the first time. Oh, it's going to be awesome. And she, I mean, we can't talk about any successful franchise as we keep noting throughout the weeks without talking about just the, the casting and the acting. It's just so essential if you're going to try to get people to watch 40 plus mm. hours of movies. How good is Chris Hemsworth? Yeah. As Thor, man. He's, uh, he just came out of fucking nowhere. He was doing like soaps, yeah. right? In Australia. And then he yeah, came he was over. Just that, he was just that older <laughs> brother, you know? Yeah, like, it was, it was like, I, I'm pretty. <laughs> I'm pretty Man. sure both of them turned both two of them turned up to the audition. Uh and he yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, 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 Oh yeah. wow, really? Who said that? Um um Loki said that. Shit, what's his name? He, Loki hmm. um said he auditioned Tom for Hiddleston. Thor. Tom Hiddleston. And he when he showed up to audition for Thor, he saw that Liam Hemsworth was auditioning for Thor and he was like, "What are they what are they going for? Cuz we are nothing alike. This little like 18-year-old and me." And then they ended up casting his brother and he was like, "That makes more sense." That yeah, for sure. Wow. <laughs> He's so good as Loki. I'm so glad they He's cast so him as Loki. Loki. <laughs> you know what? I'm tired, of, I'm tired of loving on these fucking movies, okay? Well, here's the question that I want to know. So obviously these movies are great and we love them. Why are they so good that the little holes that they put that are in the movie, like for instance, Loki was definitely supposed to die at the end of the first one and then he somehow made it into four more movies. So why is it that, how does this movie, how does this franchise get away with stuff like that? Is it just the charisma of the stars? Because some of those stories are hacked away. I'm going to remind everybody that in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which people pretend to like, Kurt Russell's. <laughs> I've been waiting for it. My fingers on the trigger. <laughs> Kurt Russell, guys. Kurt Russell is God. I what know. the what balls are on these people that they sat Ridiculous. there and they said, "I got an idea. What if Star Lord's dad is Kurt Russell, who's his dad, who created Earth in the exact same mythology as every religion? He literally creates Earth. He is God." <laughs> Snake Plissken escaped New York and then escaped planet Earth. He became a god when, of that when he planet. He gives that speech. He is saying, "I'm your god," <laughs> to, or to the people of Earth, "I am God." Well, so anyway, I mean, he's not called ego for nothing. 
exactly. Okay, moral of the story is how do they get away with this? Why are these things so good? Why are they so much better than DC? Like, I don't even know where you want to go from I here. I can't even, like, I don't even get me started on the, the Marvel DC thing. It's only recently started to set their ship right. I'm not sure what that animosity was towards uh, the DC stuff. Um, but it was it was unwarranted. I, I own all those films as well. I love them. They're great. Um, but I think the the fact that and I'll I'll cite the clips that have been released recently on Twitter because uh, it was recently the uh, one year anniversary of Endgame in cinemas oh, wow. and oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. posted a heap of clips and it was people in a packed theater and it was packed it was opening night and they've got the like it was one of the directors actually had his phone out recording it and they recorded the moment uh, near the end where Captain America picks up Thor's hammer. And yeah, so like good. the audience fucking lost it. Yeah, and dude. It's like yeah. if something generates that much of a positive response with you, you're gonna let a few things slide. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like that whole battle that the sequence. Image? That whole battle sequence. Is that the like image this? when he's? Is that the image when he is standing alone holding the hammer, and it's it's Captain versus the entire fucking army before they all fly out and join him? It's it's. Or is it when he first picks no, it up and they start fighting the him together? The the ground, you see this hand reach down and pick it up, and then yeah, yeah he cops. As awesome as that yeah. was, you could buzz me on this. That sequence frustrated me because wasn't it Captain America with Thor's hammer, Thor with his new axe, and Iron Man versus Thanos without the ring, without the stones, and he handled all of them? Uh, I think he had four stones at that point, didn't he? Yeah, I don't care. I think he didn't that, have all the yeah, stones. I think he's still pretty damn he, powerful. All three of them. <laughs> All three of them, though. I mean, Captain with the I mean, hammer. After the anyway, build, the, anyway, the, the anyway. my biggest gripe was after all the build up of Captain Marvel, he like kicked her ass in twenty seconds. They didn't know. They stayed. I feel so bad. No, you're totally right, dude. I feel bad for anyone who I, I don't don't I don't know who is to blame for why those that movie and that character isn't working within Captain this universe Marvel? where everything else plays so well. Yeah, it just didn't. The she movie, learned how to fly real quick. Is, Captain Marvel worked for me. I I I I dug it. Um. Are you yeah, talking about the character fine. or the uh, film? The, the character worked, and the I'm, film I'm as an origin story worked fine. for me, but I can't wait to see the Galactic Adventures. Like, the Earth-based stuff, I don't know. I can't wait until we see where she was in between. I mean, it's kind of the, it's kind of the Superman problem, though, isn't it? Like, when she swarm, when she comes back, you're like, all right, this, the movie's yeah. over. And then he, like, fights her, and I was like, what? She just flew through with his <laughs> ship. Hold on a second. Just flew right she through just, his ship, she yeah. Just, she entered through his army and destroyed everybody on her landing. And she got her ass kicked by him? I don't know. Well, that, but again, we'll that's, that's what I'm saying. Later, like, maybe, with with those moments, um, the other moments around it are such a pump-up that you right. let it slide. And, and, and not to mention that this has been building to this final movie. There's 21 movies in front of it. So, Jeff, to get back to what what you're asking i think that like we now live in the age of of series television now and uh um, it's not quite television i think either. kevin feige movies yeah and it's not quite it's they're like movies right so and kevin feige feige how do you say feige. his name that motherfucker said watch this <laughs> he created the biggest cinematic series in history this has mm. never happened before we've never had this much that is that connected by a single production company with a few producers, yeah. sometimes him directly, who were at the helm the entire time. They have a team of directors they all really like working with who tend to work on multiple movies. So they feel like they're coming from the same house. And they had a long-term vision of completing 
this many movies that has never been done before. So I think that's why they get away I mean, with the holes. Yeah. Because we have come so far with with all these characters. We have been so emotionally invested. I mean, let's be real. Comic book movies ask a lot of their audience. Like, you're going to have to get on board with us having superpowers and having ridiculous scenarios where we might be going in and out of time, time loops, where people are going to die and come back from the dead or they're going to be seemingly killed off and then just reappear. If you don't care about those characters, you're not going to give a shit when they when all that stuff comes hmm. to fruition. And clearly it worked or else you would not see a, a clip like that of a. That's like some Star Wars it, it shit. Is. I mean, they, they really, like, you know, seeing an they audience really, they freak really out did like the, that. The yeah. great thing of making you feel for these characters, like even uh, Casey Boyd, Doctor Strange, starts off the movie as a complete asshole, and you follow his journey where he turns yeah, right. around to become the source of almost. The also, that journey was fast. He was and in it, Asia in like fourteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that was back. Like, literally, was, he was like, was, "I'm <laughs> awesome. I'm a great doctor. <laughs> fucked up the surgery, crashed the car. I'm in Asia." Like, it so that, fast. That was back when we had airplanes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. What's flying? You say flying? I mean, beautiful to watch. I can't wait to see the, the next one. That Like, it's going to be like a yeah, horror great. movie version of Doctor yeah. Strange. But I, I think, I think anyway, like, the fact that they, they leave they leave you hanging at the end as well. Like, the, the taglines became a thing. The Stan Lee cameos became a thing. going to miss that. Um, yeah. But, like, the, the, the yeah. after credit scenes... Danny became a thing so much to the point where they really started having fun with it and then they managed to convince sony to bring spider-man back into the mix and of course the world lost their mind over that i think sony actually convinced themselves after spider-man the amazing spider-man 2 they, they were like okay yeah, it's yours right. guys it's yours yeah for sure yeah. tom's good tom holland's good <laughs> tom holland's so good he's so charming i can't believe he, he got that like that like i wonder if they knew in that first scene with um tony stark i can't stop thinking about him and or DJ in the Back to the Future reboot. After you mentioned that oh the other, so other week, that is so funny. If you if you can find that clip, find it and watch yeah. it. It's it's bizarre. So my all right, but awesome. So um, to kind of take it to another slightly different direction, but also kind of staying with this, why do we care so much? Is it these characters? Yeah, it has to be. Um, it has to be the characters. Has to be we the just characters. want to spend time with Tony Stark. The action's great. We, we never get everybody. mad at him for fucking his suit up. His suit, he does, he's like, I upgraded the suit. Immediately, suit stopped working. Hey, I upgraded the suit. What's happening? I don't know. The suit's malfunctioning. How many upgrades? It doesn't matter. We just want to spend more time with him. He I mean, keep fucking he is, that suit up. Go get him, Tony! He's so good. So I have a friend <laughs> who I'm staying with right now, and they don't know any of these movies. I think they saw one random one. So I was trying to think of like, What's a, like an emotional like what's what's a, what's a good character introduction? So I went with the first Captain America, and Captain America is also my favorite character arc throughout the entire series. I was again not that I had any context from the comic books, but I was anticipating him being a much more traditional, predictable character, and I, I love where they ended up taking him, especially the the brothers yeah. who did Winter Soldier and Endgame and. Russo's, yeah, the yeah. Russos. I thought it was really cool how they ended up subverting that, making him have more conflict with their expectations as the Avengers, and if they were supposed to have any accountability to the government, or if they were supposed to be gunslingers. Um, and of course, it, it worked, man. By the end of that first movie, we only watched that one, but this friend was like, you know what? I didn't mind that. I actually I kind of cared about what was happening to them. Does he get to see the girl again? I was like, you got to watch, you got to watch twenty-one more movies. Sorry about that. Yeah, when my when my family came over uh, last year for the wedding, they flew over to the US, 
and uh, my my dad and my aunt came and stayed with us for almost a month oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. leading up to the wedding. So it's totally normal for weddings. Your in-laws our, come for. And I have I I happen well I happened to find out that they hadn't seen half these movies. So our like nightly thing was to sit down and do these movies all in order. Mm-hmm. So we watched the entire thing from top to tail. Oh yeah. And did you go I in a release still date? Still hasn't. She. Had, uh yeah basically nice. yeah we've released date. But um. I think my auntie still hasn't figured out what's going on, but she loved them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. They're still fun. I mean, their tone, the tone. All right. I kind of, I do, I do kind of want to get into it with a little bit. I don't want it to turn into us fighting why DC or Marvel, but I, also, I think she's, it's she's going to freak that, out too, because uh, she's one of our two Australian listeners. Yeah. <laughs> what's her name? Auntie Deb. Auntie Deb. <laughs> hey! <laughs> All right. So she'll appreciate that. Thanks. I think there you go. <laughs> I think the tone of the Marvel movies, and it's probably again because it comes from one production house, and they're you know they just really have everything streamlined and uniform. They all feel like the same movie with slightly different points of view. So the tone shifts a little bit depending on if you go into individual character movies. It might be a little darker, a little funnier, a little zanier, but it all feels like you're in that Marvel universe. It always feels like that. Um, do you guys? How long, how many movies do you feel like you needed to see when this was all coming out in real time before you realized, wow, every single movie is going to feel like this? And one, did you mind that? Or two, was that one reason why you loved it so much? Because you knew what you were going to get. I, uh, I, I'm a weird case because I, I, I had different reactions to some of these films. Like I really didn't enjoy Thor Dark World. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Or I am into, and uh, controversially, when I went and saw Winter Soldier, I did not enjoy it at all. What? Hey, Are you serious? Interesting. Dude, that might be, that's one of the better movies. It is movies, one, of the, it's one of the, it's a fantastic movie, and rewatching it, it was great. I was in the wrong frame of mind when I went into the theater, and okay. I saw it yeah, by that's myself, you, Dave. and the theater was half empty, and again, yeah. these are movies that you love <laughs> to watch as a crowd. These are movies you can watch as a group, Um, and the bigger the group, the better, in my opinion. <laughs> right. Did you go in like a small? Were you, were you in like a small yeah, audience or I, something? Was. was your audience it not reacting? It was later. Okay. It was later in okay. the season. Sometimes, like work and stuff, I don't get the chance to get out when they first come out, and I'm gonna make yeah. a habit of stopping that because yeah, I feel like these movies, especially in the case of Marvel movies, um, the clo- the the more pumped your crowd is, the more fun you're yeah. gonna have. Yeah, there is a group mind that is that they mm. have conjured with this universe and they, because it's no longer comic books, obviously we're talking about movies, they pulled in a much wider net and it feels like the Star Wars ones. Although to credit the Marvel movies, like these did not get worse as they went on. <laughs> but, honestly, I don't, I don't, I'll be buzzed for the rest of my life for this fucking late Star Wars movies. I don't give a shit. These movies did not, these did not get worse. They did not get worse. I don't think so. I feel like they got more, more and more interesting because they had a, big dilemma on their hands of how the fuck do we keep people invested in this for this many mm. years ahead these many movies if we know we're going to be green lighting at least a sequel per if not three per character and i think they realized that if, if they are going to be character driven which ultimately i would say they are there's still obviously there's amazing action Amazing action in all of these movies. Yeah. The action, the special it, effects is it fucking just incredible. Gets better. It just gets better and better and better. But I feel like they, they knew in their writers' rooms, whoever the fuck was in, involved with story, 
we cannot do what they think they're going to see based on the comic books. We can't just give them what they're already going to be talking about. We have to figure out ways to change shit up. And again, I, I really don't have any context, but yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. People. <laughs> was it infuriating? Because like I was always happy when no, it, it wasn't. No, it Whenever you guys were some... upset, I was happy. I was like, you know, you know, no, you know, those, you know, those diehard comic book fans that don't want anything changed and they just want to see what they read put on screen. Yeah, it infuriated those guys, but I love it. Like the, you don't want to go and see an exact replica of you know, some panels that you just read. Sure. At the occasion, I love the thing I love they're doing with uh, graphic novel stuff now is every now and then you'll get a scene that is a, a frame reference for the, the novel, like the graphic novel. So they'll replicate a scene on film, but they, they're not afraid to go away from the narrative and change up the characters a little bit and like mess with the situation and turn the whole world on its head. Like in the case of Iron Man. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, is that, is that like totally different than that it is in the, um, in the comic books, is that what you're yeah, saying? I'm, or just... I'm, I'm pretty sure he doesn't reveal his identity straight up. Wow. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Jeff, who's your favorite character? Is it RGJ? Is it is it Iron Man? Me? Maybe. I mean, he, 20, he's... Yeah, 22-minute through line. I would say him... I do like Star-Lord in the first guardians movie but maybe honestly maybe the dad god stuff just didn't work out for me for like the whole trajectory from beginning to end so i'd probably go iron man one maybe loki two and then (laughs) nice dude um maybe i I like thor like if you trace thor from his origin story to ragnarok like how fucking funny is that the fact that he says that's my (laughs) friend from work like when hulk comes out is just so (laughs) fucking funny Oh my god. Taika Waititi is the rock monster. Um, cool. Did fat did fat did fat for, fat Thor work for you? Uh yeah, yeah. No. Why not? Oh. <laughs> I mean, they, they nah. never do great when they're blatantly trying to do something quote unquote funny. <laughs> Talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Hit I me mean, with that. I was curious if you felt like all the comedic stuff landed cuz sometimes I do feel like they're it's like one of the only negative things I would say is that sometimes they're contrived with a little bit of their, their forced comedy. Like the, the actors, the charm is where I laugh right. the most, not when they have written a comedic right. moment. I think Downey Jr. is an exception because he's the kind of guy that everything moves so fast that it's just funny, even though you're not laughing hysterically. Do you know what I mean? Like every time you say anything. Yeah, yeah he's just yeah. funny. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, that's charming. That's great. I'm going to go. Bye. And it's just like funny the way he moves. Um, but like some of the Thor and Captain America stuff, especially in the Avengers here, like the actual Avenger movies, uh, I actually don't mind the one-liners. It's when they do big comedic ideas, with the exception of full films like Ragnarok. But like whenever there are scenes like, I think Fat Thor is probably the best example. Or even in the Avengers when Thor is watching himself from the past and he's trying to make it funny. There's just a couple times that I don't think it works full-fetched. Really. I mean, I, I get I get what they did there. And I, I on yeah. re-watching, I really appreciate it because they explored the notion of superhero with PTSD. <laughs> Yeah, but they made it a, ca- a caricature was, and funny. Was, I mean, that wasn't... They, they, they sort of did. People with PTSD um, but was, probably wouldn't also, be thrilled about that. They'd be like, oh. Well, I think that's I think that's why it rubbed me the wrong way. Ah. It kind of and, took, the, took the edge off and, a little bit. And I would add to that, I don't think it's a disagreement, that I, my favorite PTSD is Iron Man's PTSD. He's so fucked up after the first Avengers. Yeah. That it's, it's, he's yeah. definitely the most interesting yeah. to me yeah. in his he's, conflict, he's, his eternal conflict. <laughs> 
It's, he's so fucked up of the first Avengers, he causes the second yeah, Avengers. Yeah, I mean, he's so messed up. And Civil War. <laughs> Goody's, and the, fu- yeah, I mean. Goody's fucked up in the first Avengers. A billion people died in that first fucking movie. All these aliens. Yeah. Hold, this is all. all right, yeah, on. you guys. All, they, they, never, they never talk about the world outside of Marvel, with the exception of, like, the military-industrial complex. Let's just be real here. The Avengers came pretty early. So for me, when, when did I realize this was it? It's like everything was leading to the Avengers, and when the Avengers did live up to expectations and paved the way for the future, I was like, honestly, they can make 50 of these if they really want wanted to but the world doesn't make sense at all if you actually think about they do kind of want to be serious because they they want the characters to have consequence but that first avengers movie they destroy half of new york buildings are i mean honestly at at least a million people are dead and the characters of ptsd they eat falafel and then they move on with their life and the world kind of goes should we trust the iron like it this i feel like they're not really giving themselves credit they're not really facing the consequence and i do think you're right in that downey jr does pull that off the best and even though in um civil war it's the one boy that the mom shows the picture of when it's like my boy was helping the poor and you killed him during your one of your you know avengers stints what's the end of ultron what's the end of ultron where they drop the Oh, when there's a city in the sky and and the entire... That's where the kid was. He was studying abroad there, but I'm glad you brought that up, dude. That's my... I I did want to bring that up. Like, the only thing that I struggle with when I'm watching these movies is the inconsequential violence. And I know that sounds maybe like an old man of me, but it is sometimes when I'm in the midst of having as much fun as I'm having watching these, it'll kind of hit me that... They just knock the whole building down and we'll never learn anything. And and even while I'm watching them, it doesn't really bother me too much. Somebody will bring it up every now and then and I'll be like, yeah, you're right, you're right. But then when a movie like Joker comes out and people are raving with madness over how violent that is, that bothers me that we can all go have fun watching Iron Man knock a building over, but not watch Joker intimately kill a few people. So I do think well, it is interest. It's introducing something to the culture that I'm not sure they're handling as well as they could towards the latter movies. I do want to credit them; like they, they deal with it. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. tries mm-hmm. to deal with it, but I'm still not a hundred percent that they embrace as a production team the way that they literally design the way they've had their massive battles at the end of these movies. And it does still feel like they are very much leaning into inconsequential violence with the special effects. Big, giant buildings are getting fucking tumbling, tumbled down everywhere. I don't know. Do you guys feel that way at all? Does it bother you at all, or am I alone? I don't know if it bothers me, but of course, for sure. Um, and the back to Civil War, um, they try to get Scarlet, this, um, they try to get um, Elizabeth Olsen's character to like, oh, she, there's like a little fire in the building and she's like, oh my God, people died and it's my fault. And I was like, did you, were you paying attention in the 20 minute sequence where yeah. like cars were flipping over and there yep. were definitely dead people and there's 150 yep. people in the hospital. That, thank you. So it does, it does yes. seem like they're making it convenient for them when they need to face consequences or not. And also these are 22 movies in which the answer is violence every single time. And they even try to pretend sometimes that it, there's a diplomatic solution, but they never actually believe it. You never actually get the, like, they're sitting there and it's like, what's our next fight? It really does feel like that a little bit. It, I'll, yeah. Ah! No, right, I totally agree. Okay, sorry. I let that go way yeah. longer than it should Dave, yeah, No what, one's ever going to watch these movies again, ever. Um, yeah, but I, what do you I, think, dude? I mean, I think, no, we praised them at the beginning of this. I mean, the, the thing is, they're, they're in a battle zone. The aliens are causing the damage. Yeah, the whole planet. Everybody like, get yeah. off Earth. It's, yeah. We're, we <laughs> the whole planet's a battle zone. People died in the middle of Africa. Come on. But 
it's it's a case of they didn't pick the fight, they didn't pick the location for the fight, and in my opinion, they did the best they can. Sure, a lot of people got that killed. That's what Marvel's depending but, on us. That, court? <laughs> that is literally Marvel, Marvel's lawyers submit that. <laughs> we didn't pick the fight. So they good. said keep we going, don't want any going. lawsuits from yeah. you kids. All right, that's really good. Keep going. Keep Put yeah. an assault weapon ban, and it's not our fault. So I, I mean, I was happy to go with them because it's a case of this thing open above New York. Sure, there's going to be some destruction. Yeah, there's probably some death. They do a good job of distracting away from the fact that, that and it's it comes back to these characters trying to defeat that, and they do it really well. Yeah, I think they, they do a good job of. I actually everybody... never thought about that until you brought it up just now. Now I'm bummed. That's cool. <laughs> oh, man, well, I, I do think they they live on the idea that everybody in the character, everybody in the movies, kind of thinks like, if I had superpower abilities, could that be me? And I don't know if they really presents the full fledged like, you know, you might actually end up like Joker. <laughs> I think they're they're more so are like, this is these are options of things you could do if you were uh, Iron Man. This is what you could be if you were a god like Thor. This maybe is how you. There's one scene as well in Avengers where Cap lands on the bridge. And he starts giving the cops orders, and they're like, "Well, why should we listen to you?" And then, in in the end, he kills some aliens, and then the, the cops are like, "Okay, we're going to do this and this, and this. We're going to clear a block right, radius." It, these we're are gonna... alien movies, by the yeah, way. Yeah, and uh, so basically, they do outline the fact that the superheroes aren't the only ones battling in the city. Like, you've got all the first True. responders on the ground getting people the hell out of there because they don't know what's going on. They know there's some people mm-hmm. trying to stop it, but they're taking care of the people. No, you're totally right. And, and, and as we, I'm saying, after Avengers, the fire people and the first responders should have said, why are you even still here? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I do want to, I do, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. The, the sky like opened a, up and alien army came through the sky. Why are you still in New York City? Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Get out of here. What are you doing? Yeah, why is Red still I don't want this so to high? sound like an ultimate <laughs> criticism because I do often argue for these movies that they do acknowledge it. I mean, the latter half of this of these 22, the latter 11, basically post Avengers one, they do have a lot of dialogue revolving around this conflict. Um, when Iron Man gets upset, you know, that that's, that's what is that? Number two or civil war when it's like, Oh yeah, we dropped a building on him when we were kicking ass. Yeah. Like he, he literally says it. Like yeah. he, he is yeah. feeling with it. Civil war is like He's an dealing with it. And it's series. smart. It's smart that they give it to Iron Man because he is our surrogate. He was our first. He's the point of view that we tend to have when we are with the Avengers. I guess I just wanted them to... I'm hearing myself say this, and I know in Endgame, they don't have a final battle in a city. It is yeah. in the middle. Of, it's it's all on the, on the compound, so like I appreciate that. I, I, I'm not even sure what I wanted it... I think I wanted it to help them disintegrate even more, to really put them in a place where they were going to go even further than the civil war took them, where they were going to be fighting, where it was going to ultimately be the thing that would destroy them. That unless there was something to avenge like Endgame, unless there was something specific that completely dictated all the fight that they had no control over it, unless it was that I wanted them to realize that there is no reason we should exist, Hmm. that we shouldn't be taking it upon ourselves to go kick ass on earth it's only when something comes out of the sky and we have to fight on their uh, under their yeah, rules. I feel like I feel like, and I, I don't know if it went that far. It almost went feel, that far. I, feel like so the I, first, I credit them, and I like the first. Like you got Iron Man, and we've introduced Iron Man. Great. Now we introduced Captain America. We're heading for Avengers. We've got Thor. Like we've introduced all these characters. We're building it up. We're heading for Avengers. We go to Avengers, and it's like we've got to be bigger than all these movies. So we're going to do this massive attack, yeah. and it's going to be great. And then I think after that, someone sat down and went, 
we kind of need to deal with the repercussions of all that. And I think that's yeah. where the humanity story yeah. starts that's... from that point on. I think that's yeah. when they first came up with the idea of going, okay, these guys need to deal with what they've just been through and what they're doing to the world and the effect the world's having on them, etc. And they and they linked that very well together mm. among all of the movies moving forward. Whether For the sure. plot succeeded sure. or not, you could tell, like you got a feeling in the trajectory of the series that they were headed that way. And I think that it pulled it pulled off. It's so that when they got to actually facing Thanos, it, it really actually did feel like they didn't want to face Thanos, as opposed to like, yeah, we're ready. Yeah. <laughs> like you do feel yeah. that, and so that's a compliment to them for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was a that's case of they, that time sure. they did pick the location for the battle. True. Yes. Can, yeah, I, should, can, I, should, yeah. can I shit on Endgame or yet? Or are you guys gonna keep going? <laughs> Fucking shit on it, dude. No, no, thank you. Let's talk about that really yeah, fast. We, gotta, we, we, we talked talk more than we had ever talked they, before. When they said, admitted time travel, they're like, guys, I have the answer. We're just going to time travel. Like, you could tell that they were sitting there going, this is such horse shit. The end of the Avengers, like, no, everybody disappeared. And they're like, people are going to be asking, what are we going to do about everybody disappearing? And I wonder if they're going to guess that what we're going to do is go back before they disappear. Oh, I wonder if they're going to do that. Also, it's three hours of that. They have to explain the science four, five, six times. Every time they meet somebody, they meet That's Ant-Man in like a cafe. And they're like, here we go. We're going to explain everything that everybody in the audience already knows. And then we're two hours in the movie and we haven't had a battle yet. Take a third one. And then, by the way, by the way, all of these supporting characters, everybody from Wakanda, um, the Guardians crew, uh, every other supporting character, they all come back with their armies at the end. Did we see them train? No. Did we see them prepared? No. Did we even see a conversation from these people going, Tony Stark's coming back. We got to get ready. No. They just fucking appeared on a battlefield, had a battle that seemed completely redundant because all we were doing was following the stone around for a couple minutes. Everybody got exactly one punch. And then Thanos died, even though yeah. it's possible that the Panther suit could have absorbed the blow, so it should have been him. But Tony just really Endgame. seemed like he wanted to die. And also, again, Captain Marvel, we needed somebody for Thanos to beat up. You're new. Bye. Hope everybody yeah. got paid. And for me, the best part about the movie was afterwards, I was like, okay, that's fucking it, right? Like, there's nothing else. And if they try to revive any of this bullshit, there's no way it's going to work. Okay, that's five yeah, drinks, Jeff. Yeah, you're Jeff. totally right, dude. <laughs> Hold on a second. Wait, you're bringing... No, this matters. Let's talk about. I know we, we're talking so long about it's these. It's twenty-two. Movies, they deserve so it. There's so many movies. We can talk. We can talk longer about these movies. I'm so glad you brought that up because it's not just in general. Like, Endgame is probably my least favorite Marvel movie. I, I do think that it was. It felt like fan service, and I never felt as a person who's not a in you know pre-existing fan. I never felt like I was being pimped into into loving these people. The story and the action held me for 21 movies, and especially Infinity War. When Infinity War ended, I was like, do I agree with Thanos? <laughs> I was like, hold on a second. Like, this is the most interesting yeah. villain they have brought right up now yet. I'm like, do I buzz and him for agreeing with Thanos? He gets everything he wanted. <laughs> I, yeah. I, don't, I mean, do, no. do I buzz myself? I don't even know. I felt that conflict. I felt everything they wanted me to feel. That was a really good scene when Infinity they see Thanos War. at the end. And he's just like phoning oh, the farm. God. That was a really good scene. Yeah, really touching, really effective, philosophical, brutal. There were so many elements to it that I know they were working so hard to get to, and they finally got there with the 20-verse film. And then in game, they just backpedaled on everything. It was they a victory lap. They went to in everybody's Infinity origin War. story. It was a cheap victory lap. Every single person's I, origin I agree, story. I agree, dude. Yeah, no, I'll dr- I will drink this entire beer because I was I wasn't angry. I I've watched that twice. They said, I guys, we're, this is it's over. Like you know, here's everybody. Somehow we schedule. Honestly, I feel like they were saying, "Oh my god, guys, 
we figured out everybody's schedule. <laughs> like, I feel like they did. <laughs> They're like, we got Look all these people. Are, we got, we got them all in the same <laughs> room on the same day. I hate buzzing <laughs> the things that I agree with. It's so true. We're one punch. Marvel Universe, get at me. Reply to us right now on the internet. Don't you agree? Don't yeah. you want a better in-game? Even Come on. I Josh Brolin's brilliant. Look at Josh Brolin's eyes in that scene. He's literally sitting there going, are you done with your your victory lap? You guys think you're so cool because you went back through time and you saw yourselves and you guys look like, pat yourself on the back, motherfuckers, but you're terrorists pretending to be good yeah. guys. Like, come on. Yeah. I mean, maybe they did too good anyway, of a job. I really, I really did like either. the series, but I'm, I'm so happy that should be it. I don't know. I mean, oh, I'm sure more There's definitely coming, more coming, but, but it's, uh, it's not the Avengers. We're going to start getting second-tier Avengers and things like that. Go John so. Wan. Just go, like, horror film. Just do some fucking weird shit. Go Wolverine. Oh, different, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We're getting but, a new Wolverine. Oh, it's all coming. Uh, they're going to go down to th- phase four, phase five. They're not stopping anytime soon. Let Deadpool be the link that connects I these two want, worlds. <laughs> uh, like, I mean, now that they own the lot, Deadpool can be in these things. That's the thing I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dave, I'm so sorry for yeah, shouting into my audio this whole time. My shitty computer yeah. audio because right. I left my microphone. And on that note, we need to... <laughs> yeah, we need to wrap it up. That's <laughs> 41 and... minutes of Marvel <laughs> combo. I'm very excited about it. That's 10 minutes longer than we've ever talked about any movie ever. Yeah. I very mean, happy. we've never talked about 22 movies, too. <laughs> sorry, right. everybody who wanted our podcast to be shorter. All right. When we come back, though. we, we are them. going to talk about <laughs> the franchise that has more spinning timelines than any franchise in fucking history like, what is more time travel than endgame uh <laughs> yeah exactly we're oh talking about terminators can i say it can i be the one who says it i'll be back mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back. Yeah, that's how this. That's how it starts again. That's good. No, I'm not. I'm not we have an update like on John. We, we have an update on John's audio. Yeah, um, sorry. John was an asshole and decided to record through his headphones yeah. and not his actual that's microphone. So we apologize for the fault. shitty quality of John's. You audio. probably also felt like you were on a shitty phone call with somebody who's using a mediocre yeah. Bluetooth headphone to talk to I, you, and you're frustrated. I, I thought yeah, you were you know, trying everybody- to sell me stock. <laughs> And as everybody who's listening to this podcast knows, we're trying to be taken very seriously. Very seriously. This yeah, is so we very, double check this is, everything this is before we get recorded. All right. All right. We are now moving on to the Terminator franchise. Yeah. So let's. So we're gonna be nice to Terminator at first. Right? I can't we, do it every, every, every time he does it. I'm just no buzzing good, you. That's no good. This is not um, the naughty. Okay. John. Wait. 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 We are trying to be. We're gonna try to be nice, right? This is supposed to be a nice podcast so we're gonna try to be nice let's be nice to the terminator so the terminator let's just yeah, say this it suffers from nice. the godfather syndrome <laughs> it suffers from the godfather syndrome the first two terminators are films that are iconic to the entire canon of history of film mm. and i think they're great we could talk about them a little bit um think, you know but then maybe we should take all the other films off to the like, side like the last, the last terminator did yeah, Dark Fate surprised me. Like last Dark Fate, Fate, Dark Fate <laughs> did exactly Terminator that. Said, it was like, oh yeah, no, there was. Remember all those movies was, you saw? They're all there bullshit. There was no three, four, and five. <laughs> no, uh, this is the next film in the series. Because they said they. Because by the way, they said this because they were like, oh well, James Cameron is returning with creative influence, and we said, wait, but in Genesis in 2015, James Cameron was part of the media blitz saying that they returned to their franchise because he allowed them to use old footage, basically because they 
sort of tried to redo the first one, but with a slightly altered, whatever. It doesn't matter. It was a very effective intro. So James Cameron, basically, his quote-unquote involvement in 2015... No, it was a very effective intro. I liked that old footage. ...was just to sell the movie. What a piece of shit. Okay. Um, Who wants to start? (laughs) Who who wants to start? Um, Dave, you start, because I have a feeling you saw these in the theater. Uh, a lot of them I did, yes. Uh, I didn't actually see Dark Fate in the theater. And no, I didn't see that. But did you see one? And did you see one? Uh, one I didn't. One I saw on home video. Okay. Um, like on VHS. T two. Tell me you saw that. T the two. I saw that in the theater. Fuck yeah! Was yeah. that awesome? <laughs> yeah, I mean that sits up there with The Godfather among best sequels. That's like awesome, it's dude. Godfather, T yeah. two, and Aliens. Yeah, for me, it's like how does the clothes, other franchise are the clothes also Look made of two James Camerons right are the there? Clothes, two, Jim, yeah. two Jimmy Cams. Yep. Are the clothes also made of metal when you are made of liquid metal and you can shape shift into other people? Or is the cop uniform then technically also Jeff? Don't yes. go metal yes, because it is. the clothes don't, don't, aren't yes, going. Is, Jeff. The whole the whole it story is. will just unravel. If we... And it... also, is liquid metal attracted to itself? Is that how he's able to splatter and then kind of come it's back together? Fucking just what did you call it? Pneumatic, pneumatic. And then it hardens real quick. It hardens real quick. It just immediately becomes solid. Someone's got to stop him. Okay. Um, yeah, I saw I saw Terminator One on uh, on home movie um, back when we got a VHS player in our house. Freaked the shit out of me when that thing came out of the fire at the end. Um, mm-hmm. And they went like full scale. Yeah. The technique I now really appreciate because I'm pretty sure that was stop frame animation, if I'm not mistaken. It was, dude. Um, yeah. T2, they upped the game and they were using computer-generated effects very early in the game. ILM. Yeah, and I really, really dug that as a sequel. I watched that so many times. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Terminator Genesis, I thought was a solid entry to the the film. I like they took it off on a slightly different track. They introduced a Terminator who didn't know he was a Terminator. Great. Um, Then they went to... uh, Oh, sorry, Terminator Salvation. Terminator Genesis, they tried to reboot the series. And I actually had a lot of fun with this. A lot of people bagged it, but I had a lot of fun with it because in Terminator Genesis, they recreate some of the films from the term- scenes from the Terminator, and they do it perfectly. And sometimes it's not always using visual effects. They found lookalikes, and like sometimes it's a little bit of visual effects, whatever. But they do it perfectly up to a point, and then it diverges because they have fucked with their own timeline so much that different events yeah. are now happening. And, yeah, exactly. And then we get to Dark Fate, which I didn't see in, like I said, I didn't see in the movies, and I really regret that now because... Me too, I, dude. That's I all I was thinking watching this, it. I was like, And it's it. it's such a solid entry. It is so yeah. good. And it's... I uh, thought so too. I was very yeah, impressed. Yeah, <laughs> she, She's back, but... She, yeah, let's talk... Yeah, let's, uh, does Amelia Clark do it for you as... as Sarah Connor? She was... Not my Linda Hamilton, she was, dude. She's no, not my she Sarah was, Connor. She was good... But, I mean, the, that movie is inherently flawed as it is because it grounds to a halt in the middle. Um, yeah. But I think they could have done a better job with the casting, though. I didn't. That I was, mean, like, 2015, she, right? Yeah, that so was before was Game of Thrones started to start. Yeah. Um, it's, like season, it's between season four and five, somewhere on really? season five. Really? How can you say negative Jesus. stuff about Game of Thrones? Um, <laughs> no negative stuff about Game of Thrones. We can say negative things Should about Game of Thrones if you guys want to. <laughs> I saw the last season. You guys want to talk about season seven <laughs> I saw and eight the last or what? Two or three I, don't, I don't know whether you noticed, but when I was going through the Terminator movies, I skipped one. 
uh, because mm-hmm. Terminator 3 was an absolute fucking waste of space for me. I did watch that one. I, I watched that one this week. Uh, probably my favorite concept and probably my least favorite movie. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. He was talking to me about it. He said that. This is the question I posed. Does Terminator 3 make the other two movies completely fucking useless? Because Terminator 1 was about stopping Judgment Day. Terminator Dude, 2 was about stopping Judgment Day. Terminator, Terminator 3, they're like, okay, we need to save John Connor. No, wait, we're not. We're just going to sit back and let the entire fucking Earth die and let Judgment Day happen. It's like they just erased the entire first two fucking movies. Right. I, For me, knowing the other movies also completely erased the first two movies, I give 3 a little bit of a pass. If I had seen 3 in the theater, I would have been like, wait, what happened to the other two movies? But after seeing Genesis and Salvation, I went, you know what? Like, it's par for the course. They try so hard. Why in Terminator Salvation do you make him Reese? Because literally all the entire movie of Terminator Salvation, which is the one with Christian Bale, um, and then Reese, which is uh, Anton Yelkin, RIP. He's made multiple appearances in this franchise based off. And he's just, mm. why does it have to be Reese? Because now, the, every, anytime anything happens, I goes, this doesn't seem like it's going to work out at all. Like, is that still his father? Like, uh, all I'm doing is basically playing math in my head. And I'm like, I don't think they're doing this to check out. Yeah, I, so, I should not as far have as to master Reese, physics to watch this franchise. I mean, why Why can't they figure out their timelines? And if you want to do a full butterfly effect one, which is what Genesis did, okay, then completely ignore the next two movies. <laughs> they tried to do a butterfly effect. Honestly, they should have just said when they went back in time, oh, well, it's different now because of the butterfly effect, so therefore um, your mom's not actually Linda Hamilton. It's this person because uh, she looks different. Like, they might as well have gone that hokey with it because it was so ridiculous. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. Yeah. Jeff, respect yeah, the I mean, it was cool seeing her in Dark Fate. <laughs> Sorry, Damn it. it was it was cool. It was cool seeing her in Dark Fate, but I think I agree. Um, so I am the I am the person who has argued a few times with different franchises that the fact that they keep some movies that have failed to keep trying to tell a different version of the same story mm-hmm. works or doesn't work, and this is definitely one that doesn't work. Um, most of these movies are a very similar story, if not the same story, if not literally rebooting yeah. the exact same one is, story. One is Back to the Future <laughs> 2. Go back in time, make sure the sexy mom stuff still happens, don't fuck up the original timeline, except they <laughs> did fuck up the original timeline. So it's basically like, no! <laughs> Terminator Genesis is what Back to the Futures should have been. When you go back and change one thing, you don't look like yourself. Things change. Everything's a little different. <laughs> That's basically what it was. Yeah, I mean... What's up with timeline travel and incest uh... and all the... Why is there incest in every timeline movie? I'm bugging you for that. <laughs> when when Jason Clark... It's just when Jason Clark saw, saw Jai Courtney... By the way, Jai Courtney also getting a lot of shout-outs in these series. When Jason Clark sees Jai Courtney get naked to get into the Terminator, does he think, that's my dad's young, young... Like, like it's incest, right? It's weird. He's like, there's my dad's cock. Weird. It's interesting. <laughs> No, you well, didn't about I kind of wanted us to. I kind of wanted That's us what's going to, on to in these post movies. an image. I kind of wanted us to post an image of all three of us in the Terminator naked squat no, for this week's episode. Why do they only? Why do they exclusively appear yeah, in dude, that I'm, squat? I'm, why is that the only position they're allowed? It's to basically the thinker. You know the statue of the thinker. Period. That's basically how they go in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, you guys. I mean, I had fun watching most of the ones I watched. Like. Number one and number two were were great. I really did enjoy Dark Fate, right. which they left the door open for yeah, some, some more God, movies. I, for I hope sure. they continue that timeline because I would love to see more of that. Yeah, I think they're gonna go. All right, but that thank you for saying that because I think that is ultimately 
my my biggest criticism of these films is that sometimes they established a timeline that I wish they would have just stuck with and and faced the the difficulty of having to write out what actually happens. And then let's see let's yeah. see it play out. And I feel like their 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 luxury of being able to change timelines and change change circumstances so frivolously actually didn't do them any favors. I didn't feel like, oh good, I don't know anything and I get to sit down and watch a whole brand new movie and a brand new story. I kind of felt like they were exactly, manipulating. Exactly, yeah. And, no, um, it, this is Reese because yeah. that way you'll be more yeah. hooked to see what John Connor does with him as opposed to just making him a different guy if, if you're going to deviate that yeah. much. It, I mean, two, two is, they did, they made some trickeries. Like, they didn't make it easy. First of all, the voiceover effects, like, I'm pretty sure two ignored that and then like an hour in, all of a sudden there's a voiceover again. So that didn't really work. But, um, they made it tricky because it they, the they, they, introduced, yeah. Very they introduced technology of the future and how maybe they can erase that from ever happening and such. I mean, those are just really big conceptual things with time travel movies. That's like, do you have an alternate time limit now? So when you go into three, I mean, three's basic thing was we were the virus the whole time, right? Not too dissimilar from Avengers, right? Um, but like, yes, it's actually yeah. um, Skynet is Genesis, which will come up later, but just the idea that it was within, it, the, the virus was inside us the whole time. Oh my God, a coronavirus theme. The virus was inside us the entire time. And there's a good concept, but they, they just, I mean, to, to pull everything off and make it seem like this is all the same continuous but, journey I mean, is just really the, hard. The, the one point. thing I do love right, about well, the let's... three iterations, because there are three now, um, where it's like the original mm -hmm. one, it was Skynet. They, they erased Skynet and Genesis happens. They erase Genesis yeah. and Legion happens. It's like no matter what, yeah, no matter yeah. what people is do, we're gonna destroy ourselves. It's like it's yeah, it's, it's not, like a warning right, so, on film. It's like come on guys, it, get it together. <laughs> I feel like I feel like James Cameron, who you know I've watched interviews with him and stuff, and he always talks about how like his entire middle school and high school life, he was very lonely and. He had a very apparently he had a very long bus ride to school oh, in high it. school, like a forty minute to an hour bus ride every day. So he claims that he just read sci-fi nonstop. Yeah, yeah. And I think the Terminator series is a good example because I would say this about all of his movies: he has really good, big, worthy ideas yeah. and is not great at executing. I think he yeah, has. I, I <laughs> yeah. mean, that's harsh, but it's not untrue, but it's a little harsh. You're right. Avatar is a genius piece of work. You're right. That yeah, is it, it was story an awesome. Sucks, honestly, the visual storytelling is really good. It was an, awesome, it was an awesome thing to see once in the theaters. Yeah, exactly. I saw that movie exactly. and I was like, that was great. I exactly. hope I never fucking see I this movie. I can't wait for the four sequels. <laughs> Nobody wanted. Exactly. Yeah. There's four. Four. Yeah, Who is he? The ego on I'm this not guy. Blaming. I know. You watch. I'm not Having blaming James that, Cameron that, those for the sequels are going to come out. I'm probably going to fucking love them. <laughs> he's going to figure it out. Really? We're gonna, he's going to figure it out. But then it's going to be like Titanic. We're we're ten years later, you go. You know what? She probably shouldn't have dated him. <laughs> yeah. No. We'll all see them in the theater. We'll all have a good time. It'll blow our minds visually. But anyway. So yeah, I don't know. I kind of feel that way about the Terminator series in general, which is that he had a really cool idea and I do want to credit him because there wasn't a tons of really successful sci-fi when the first one came out. There were a few alien sci-fi right. movies like alien and aliens that he directed. Um, this was one of the first times we saw the machines take over the world story. 
and this was after Logan's run. Yeah. This was there. There were some other movies that that popped in there that did pretty well, but nothing dominated a blockbuster status the way this did. Damn straight. So I do want to make sure that, like, in terms of just story, yeah. he did introduce one of the most told stories of our generation. We all grew up just understanding that, of course, this is part of the canon of sci-fi. Of course, this is something that we're dealing with every day with advances in the internet and social media and with fucking Apple listening to everything we're fucking saying right now. Like, we are definitely living this right now. So I don't want to... We're harping on these. We're being critical. These movies, most of them suck. But the story is... Pretty yeah. damn intriguing. It's the Godfather and I do the think first it deserves were... a place in the movie. The first two were so good. America. There was only one yeah. I didn't like, and that was the third one. I yeah. didn't love Salvation, yeah. man. I, I'm so, I'm glad you liked I, it because I, I, I want like to back it. Salvation movies, is really the idea is, of Sam Worthington being the machine who has human qualities is really interesting, and not knowing who he is. See? The, the machine you. with the existentialism See? is issues are really really cool. They touched on that. The plot, I don't know. It's like they, it's like they, it's like they had to start changing timelines in these, in that one and Genesis, which are both after Shout three. Out to Matt it seems Smith like they had Genesis to basically too. start that playing was... timelines just to make the plots work. Matt, Matt Smith and Genesis. You know, it's just you know what strange. Salvation should have done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so yeah. Matt Smith and everything. He's fucking yeah. great. Salvation could have been a good movie if the entire thing would have been from Sam Worthington's exact, point of view. Yes, we don't need this John Connor, John Reese shit. Mm. I mean, not John Reese. We don't need this John yeah. Connor and Reese. I know, but that's my point. All because all I'm doing is sitting there going, "This doesn't make sense with the three movies I've seen. It doesn't add yep. up." Because it's, it is such an obvious problem. Because we didn't get to discover anything I know. with and Sam they did Worthington. It on we were watching him the they, whole time. They tried to emotionally hook me, and in doing so, they killed the storyline. So my brain and my heart weren't in line. Um, also, I think the best part about this series is imagining if they had just cast O.J. Simpson instead of Arnold Schwarzenegger like they wanted. I think that would have made this series so much more interesting to watch in hindsight. Fucking shit, they said he was too likable. They said he was too likable. That that was him back then. You saw the Naked Guns. But maybe maybe he wouldn't have shown his cock. I want to ask you guys this. I want to ask you guys. Jesus Christ Almighty! (laughs) I want to ask you guys this. Um. I could not help uh, every time I watch any of the great. I love Predator so much. That, that, sadly, that that those, those beats, franchises we did not make it. it under our list. But I love the Predator franchise. <laughs> myself. God damn it, it's so good. So I was watching these and having a really good time and just enjoying old school Arnold, Arnold pre governor, yeah, cool. governor Arnold. I could not stop thinking about Dwayne Johnson and how they had the exact same career. Which one do you guys like more? Really? Arnold this is the note you took? You took this or one Dwayne note? Dwayne Rock Johnson. I want to I hear you say it. Could you? Would you have been satisfied watching Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Well, you voted for Fast and the Furious to advance, so I think you might approve The Rock. I, like, I mean, I would like I to see those guys in the same I'm movie, to be honest. I, I, what do you think? What I do have think? different opinions of both. Like, I, I, I love Arnie. I've respected Arnie for a long time. I love his work. Arnie, um, right. And I am also a huge fan of The Rock. Like they're both they're both awesome in their their own way. I don't think mm-hmm. we need to compete with those two guys. Let's put them in the same damn action movie. Can you? Can, I can't. But we got to give it up to Arnie. I mean, there are quotes. He's he's turning into Shakespeare, where there's lines that you've heard a million times in your life, and you almost forgot that he actually wrote them, that, or not wrote them. He was the originator of all of these. Obviously, I'll be back, and Austin yeah. Beast the baby. We I know. mean, what I want to hear is so the many... Rock walk up and go, "No, bitch, I'll be back." That's right. <laughs> Honestly, there was a small part Aww. of me that when they said for the first time in rewatching these series, "Come with me if you want to live," yes. my initial reaction was, "Oh my god." 
That's what the Pelican says in Finding Nemo. That's what Jeffrey Rush says when they <laughs> see the they see the um, mine, mine, and he goes, "Come with me if you want to live." And they jump in his mouth, and I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, what the fuck is wrong yeah. with you, Jeff? This thing came from the Terminator." That's but anyway, that's so fun, like, dude. Arnold, I mean, just. And how willing we were to accept the fact that he was the good Terminator now, like James Cameron, like I, that's like your wait. I got this in my back pocket that nobody's gonna guess. Nobody's gonna guess Has this. Arnold's back. Before? They immediately. Not a single person thought he wasn't gonna be the villain of the second movie. Mm. I was trying to like look that up. Has that ever happened before? Has there ever been such a good turn of the so. villain into I hero? I mean, the other thing I loved was in uh, like Dark Fate where they they turned it around again and it was like there were so many good narrative twists in that as well like where you get to the point like and for john dude yeah for john that whole that (laughs) whole thing and the fact that it's the like one of the first films that arnie doesn't use i'll be back yeah because it's linda hamilton's first funny line oh sorry i think i think he says she'll be back in this one yeah I mean, I love Arnold Schwarzenegger in these movies. I'm not. I remember people gave him some shit when we were growing up, but I've, I've always liked Arnold. I love Conan. I think they gave him some Predator. shit with respect. Like, I mean, no one's gonna give Arnie no. shit. And he asked for so for much for that third movie, and God knows what he asked for after that. He asked for twenty nine and a half million dollars up front, plus twenty percent of the box office. <laughs> probably because yeah. he read the script. Twenty percent of the box office. He also got a private, not driver, limo driver. So he had a twenty four hour limo service. He had a three story trailer that had a gym. Like, how did this guy? How did we not see this guy and go? You know, maybe he's a dick. <laughs> and Instead, we're like, you know what, Arnie, do what. No, I can understand the gym. I mean, go for it. I mean, he. It's you guys. Arnie. I bought it, the. Uh, yeah. I don't. For, for all you listeners out there, there T two is available for seven ninety nine on iTunes right now. So I bought it. I was like, fuck it, I'll spend three more dollars and buy it. Yeah, I went for it. Fuck it. Um, and wow. there's a there's good special features on there. One is the making up, and there's two different mm. documentaries, and Arnold's in a lot of it, and. Sounded like he was one of the alternate, reasons it got. Did you made. watch the alternate ending Which as well? Has cup, yep. Has the alternate ending. Has some good deleted scenes. It has just a special effects documentary, and it has the making of documentary. The the alternate ending is more of the voiceover that Jeff really appreciated. I love the voiceover. I think they should have extended Wait. it too. I think they should have kept it. It's a little too quick for me, if I'm being totally honest with you. That movie is over like that. I, I think they should have lengthened it just I'm a okay. little bit. I was okay with that. Were you okay with it? Um. Yeah, we yeah, it's over. We get it. It's, we know it's gonna happen. Thumbs up. I mean, it's, it's the battle. The battle. <laughs> it starts. It starts to have too much similarity to the one before, where they're like, "Oh, they're gonna learn their lesson this time." Also, by the way, shout out to that actor who was in the our previous franchise, which was Die Hard. Buzz him for farting on our podcast. I'm just cutting that out. He was because of Die Hard. Yeah, it was Jeff Robert Patrick. He was cast as the villain of Terminator Two after being the villain of Die Hard. Not the villain, but in the, let's say an, an anti-hero of Die Hard 2. No, he was the villain in Die Hard 2, yeah. Yeah, he was the villain, right? Which yeah. did not advance in our series. Um, what's what's something else I was going to ask and you guys? And reprise that role for Wayne's World, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know, the whole time um, I was watching T2, I was like, where is this guy, dude? That guy's so good. Why, what, what, wait. Yeah, he was great. And yeah. the, 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 that's the other thing I, I liked about the, He was the, a terrifying uh, the, character with the, with the sword um, hands. Edward's Diego sword Luna. hands, come on. Diego Luna, yeah. Yeah, in, in Dark Fate. Like yeah. he mimicked what Robert Patrick set up. Wow, mm-hmm. he did a great job. As, like so many good accents. 
Yeah. He did so many good dialects in that movie. I was like, he did. Wow, yeah. I kind of want to watch this guy do another scene. Like he was kicking ass and it was cool. Yeah. Special effects were yeah, where's this very good. He was a highlight for me. Me as well. too, dude. Like, I want to bring. I want his yeah. model to come back. I want that guy to definitely yeah. come back again. I mean, if they do a sequel, I'm sure that model's coming back. It was touching, dude. Jeff, you got to watch it. I was, I was very, very happy with Dark. Come on, I was I pretending was so like shocked. I had seen it. Nothing has come up in this podcast that would have hinted that I hadn't seen it until you said. Well, that. I'm gonna call you out. I was, I was so shocked though. I feel, Dave. I feel you. I didn't. I chose consciously several times. I'm on AMC A list. I could, I could have easily have gone seen that in IMAX, and I just chose not to because I heard not during I heard not great things. This is before Corona. And now I'm just yeah. kicking myself in the ass. I was like, dude, I could have seen yeah, this in I, IMAX. This would have been awesome. Yeah. So go sure watch it. Did. If sure anyone, did. it's available I to mean, rent $5.99. Check out Dark Fate, dude. It's the best of the latter half of the franchise. It's definitely the best. Yeah, watch watch T1, T2, and Dark Fate. Yeah, I completely agree. That just, is the Terminator franchise. Yep. Yeah, there should just and be And then the, for fun, go Salvation and Genesis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not watch Terminator 3. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's some good scenes in that too. So bad. Wait, Terminator Three. You know what it does? I swear on my life. I swear with all of my mind. Uh-huh. The, the, when the alarm goes off because it's about to be a nuclear war or whatever, it's the exact same alarm as Goldeneye. I promise you with all of my heart and soul. Like the Goldeneye video game I played every Holy single day of my life. Holy shit, I, dude! I think you might be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. alarm is exactly what happens when you fucked up a, a level in Goldeneye for did, sure. Did you play as Odd Job? Of course, well, he played his asshole. Bullshit. Yeah, of course, he played his odd job. No, short no odd job was my rule. And then if somebody wanted to be, if they were like, no, I insist on being odd job. And I, it was my only job to make sure that person had a terrible, terrible five minutes of their life. That was my only job. Somebody's going to be fucking odd job. They're so All right. short. We, we and have the gone, game shoots over them. Guys, Sam have, Worthington has gone, a Shawshank moment in, 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 in Genesis and okay. shit. He's in, the, he's in the rain and he literally does a full Shawshank. It's awesome. Go see he the Terminator one. He's a tunnel of shit, though, really. <laughs> Guys, Terminator 1, I wish they didn't show me the future in early. Also, when you guys make your sci-fi movies, because everybody is going to write a screenplay immediately after hearing this, set your movies farther in the future. It's really <laughs> shitty watching these after it's passed, and I'd be like, man, you guys were way off. Set it farther in the future. Yeah. Come yeah, on, I, I guys, promise you, guys, I promise stop. you in 10 years, in 10 years, we're not going to have killed 6 billion people, and we are not going to um, be owned by machines. Set it 50 years in the future. Starting 26. 26 something. That from now on. At, on that note, we need to wrap this up. We need to argue a bit about uh, what's moving forward. And yeah. uh, let's. And Dave, you can't pull a fa- wait. Don't be the. Don't sound like the voice of reason. You're the one who passed on two movies one week. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, sit, somebody else do right. the. We'll be back. Somebody else hit it. No, no. We're, we'll. You know what? We'll all be back. God, that was awful. <laughs> All right, you guys. Can I do it? Can I? Can I? And we're back. And we're and we're we're back. God damn it! Nice. Great job. Can't do it. Ow! I can't do an Arnold. Ow! Can't do an walking either. Buzz me again. Yeah. No. No. John. John. But yes, we gotta do this all over again. Um. Okay. So this is big. Actually, this is a big vote because I'm gonna tell you why this is a big vote coming up. Because the winner of this. The Marvel Cinematic Universe, the Avengers series, or the Terminator series, whatever the fuck that means. Any movie with Terminator in. Use the word franchise, Jeff.
Terminator. Which, which timeline is this? Term? It doesn't matter. It goes up against the Godfather, which we have exposed some weaknesses oh, in the Godfather, shit, and they're all in the third movie. But this is a franchise face-off, so we are voting on the entire oh. franchise. So, who would Ooh. like to start? And before we start, I'm going to apologize to the seating. Why did we seed the Terminator <laughs> as 10? <laughs> <laughs> when the Dark Knight series is not on the board. It will be on the board. Dark happens. Knight is definitely going to be a wild card. Drink, Jack. Also, Bond Everybody is drink. not in here. Everybody Here's the drink. Terminator is on the board. Okay, who wants to go first? Oh, boy. I'll go first. John, go first, because Dave's drinking. I think that's Dave's way of saying he needs to finish his beer before he thinks about how to vote here. All right, this one is, uh, this one is not super complicated. I don't think anyone alive could sit down and watch these 27 movies. How many Terminators are there? Six? Seven? 20, I don't know, Five, man. Six? I don't so know. I don't think anyone could watch A these lot. and not admit that the the ultimate achievement of the franchise is not comparable. Marvel... Marvel has. I, I don't know, man. Forward. Sixty million people vote. Sixty million people voted for Trump. I know you're I, right. I don't know. But hey, we there. were talking about this before we started recording. <laughs> Why don't we just take a little note from? That's uh, right. The is for negativity. Jeff, how, many, how much money did the Terminators make? <laughs> Net gross. You said you saw that before we started. Um, no, Dave saw it, and it's like eight hundred million. No, 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 no. Like no, it's million, more yeah. than that. It's more than that. It's it's probably a couple billion. I think that was domestic. Okay. Versus yeah. the twenty two point five five two made five hundred million dollars that the Marvel's it made. Is, the, 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 MCU, the MCU franchise more than doubled Star Wars and yeah. Harry Potter, which yeah. means that Star Wars and Harry Potter combined. And I know that's triple, that's, that's basically like triple the movies. It's triple the Terminator movies for sure, at least. No, no, no. no. But if you combine Harry Potter <laughs> and Star Wars, that's 17 movies versus 22. And MCU still out there. Wizards style. and Jedi's. I want to see that movie. <laughs> well, that's why we drew the franchise because they may fa- they may face off in our franchise. As long as it's not Star Wars versus really Star Trek. Want. Jesus. At one no. point, we're going to play. I can't a game. take. <laughs> I cannot take that from the internet. No, please don't do that. Which universe would you rather live in? We're going to talk about that. My vote, vote is definitely the Marvel movies. I, I'm sorry, Arnold. I'm sorry. My bad impression is only going to get worse because I'm not going to no, keep he's not doing sorry. it. <laughs> he's not sorry. He made a hundred million dollars off these movies. He knows exactly what they are. I'm happy it exists. Now, he he got a plane. He got a plane as a gift for one of them. Yeah. They did a movie and they're like, "Thanks so much. Here's a plane." Like that's how much money they yeah, made. He's, gonna, he's fine. He's not going to be like. He's I not know. Be I know he's plane fine. as a gift. I'm glad these movies exist. I got a gift I'm card. glad I watched several of them. I had a good time as usual. But like, since we're li- I, like I said, since we're living in that age of the series and these franchises are just taking over, it's kind of. It kind of feels like you're watching the invention of the wheel with the Terminator franchise, and you're watching a fucking Lexus LT with the Marvel movies. It's just they figured out how to do the franchise thing better. So for me, there's just no argument. It's more cohesive. Um, there's a better through line. I feel more attached idea. to everyone in the Marvel movies. I think the stories are more interesting while also still feeling like they remain within the arc. So, no comparison. Marvel movies. What do you guys think? Dave, you want me to go? You go. I haven't <laughs> gone last in a while. Yeah. All Not right. since that oh, incident. No. <laughs> Not since the incident. Um, <laughs> I do like the line in T3 where they say, um, 
it's this is the government fighting against the computer hacker who could just be a guy sitting alone in a garage, which leads me to believe that our current president, who used that line in the past, has seen Terminator <laughs> Three. So I think that goes to say something. Um, <laughs> but um, let's see, what else did I miss anything? Else? Okay. For the first two movies, even though the, the liquid metal thing's a little weird in hindsight, also set your movies farther in the future. Besides that. <laughs> Are the are the soles of the boots still rubber or are they also liquid metal? Like I don't know how they made it through the they, bars of the. They are liquid. Anyway, they are liquid metal. Don't question is liquid metal James jail. Cameron's imagination. It is. <laughs> no, he's cool. He's cool. I, I like James Cameron. Um, the only thing I would say about the first one in hindsight is I wish they didn't show me the future at the beginning. I think it would have been really cool if Reese was a little bit more like a crazy, untrustworthy person, and, and then halfway through the movie, which is basically what happens, Sarah Connor goes, "What happens?" and he goes, "Oh right, she missed the intro to the movie." Audience, let's catch her up. Besides that, it's basically perfect. It's no, but think about this: this movie has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. T one has a hundred percent. T1 is 100% on for the critic score, and then the audience score, it's it, it's it's like wow. 93. And then T2, it's like 93 to 90, whatever. But it's like, for some reason, the critical score is 100%, and it changed everything. Apparently, he thought Mad Max 2 mixed with this sci-fi writer. Star Wars was out. Some Trek movies were out. Blade Runner was out. But more or less, this I mean, is it, it's a really cool idea. It did take something and make it, make it its own. Yeah, like, for sure. It was unique It is so in its cool. Time. Again, I wish I wish they didn't show us the beginning too soon, but if I'm him, I understand because at the time it was probably like it was probably important to get that hook in early. It was it was really probably out there. People probably hadn't seen something like that. I would say let's make the stealth fighters a little quieter. <laughs> All the resistance fighters are like, gee, do you hear that really fucking loud spacecraft in the future? You know I mean, I, I kind of wish they were a little quieter. But besides that, moral <laughs> of the story is. Moral of the story is the first two Terminators are really I'm sorry, good. listeners. I, the next three. <laughs> The next three, I, I just I don't know exactly what happened, oh. but you know there was some fun in there. But but I I do really like the MCU, even though I shout on Endgame and I shout on some other th- little tiny elements in it. I really would enjoy <laughs> spending even more time with the characters themselves. How many times have you seen, especially the supporting characters? By the way, we didn't mention any of the supporting characters. So shout out to to Hawkeye and Hulk. Hawkeye's the main character. You fuck who? Who are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we never talk about whatever. How yeah, many yeah. times have you seen? We never, we never, t- we never talk about how Nick Fury works for Shield, and then they're like, "Hey, everybody, Hydra's in Shield, and Hydra's going to take everything out." And it's like, but when Nick Fury said, "Let's start the Avengers," don't, it's really okay, don't pull us the one. There's, okay, okay, there's the, the one. Yeah, there's the one flaw um, that the MCU came across is that they did tie in a little bit. Like they didn't cross over too many characters, but they tied in a little bit with Agents right. of Shield. And in Agents of Shield, you see a lot of the oh, repercussions yeah. of Hydra be infiltrating Shield. Yeah. You don't see so much in the movies, but they cover that in the TV shows. Right, Jeff. How many times have you I'm seen the MCU so anyway, movies? The only ones I've seen multiple times are Iron Man One, Civil War, Avengers One, <laughs> and uh, Ragnarok. I've seen Ragnarok multiple times, and Guardians One. I've seen multiple times, but other than that, I've seen every movie okay. once. Interesting. Uh, MCU, John, uh, Dave. Okay, MCU. I've seen every movie at least five times. Oh, I was gonna. I was giving you three. You've yeah, watched no, them I've, more than I had thought you have. What's it like to sit there and say, you know what? You know what? I think Iron Man two needs a fourth go. No, it doesn't. <laughs> what, what was going on that day? <laughs> you know, there's a lot of sh- there's a lot of stuff on TV right now. There's a whole well, bunch of I mean, stuff. Afterlife season also, two Disney just dropped. Plus, I have most. Um, I have most of the Marvel collection because they don't have them all yet. <laughs> I can put it for Bagging Out Disney. <laughs> <Do me. laughs>
Frankly, I'm surprised my phone isn't ringing. You shot on Iron Man too. Why did you see it five times? This is more about you than it. Actually, I, 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 I saw it five times so because okay, I saw it five, five times because everything in this series <laughs> has at least some redeemable faction in it. Like there, there's a character that's introduced in Iron Man two that comes back in Avengers Endgame and okay. makes an appearance in the funeral sequence. Did you need four goes at that? What about Thor 2? What I about thought Dark I watched three times, actually. That's that's the one that is the short one. Uh, I, I've seen that three times. It is better on a third watch. Right. I will give it that. Mm-hmm. Within your, the context... Who's your favorite MCU character? My f- Sorry, what, Josh. Go, go. No, I was just going to say, within the... I all these movies are more fun when you rewatch yeah. them because within the context of the entire 22, they're all, they're they? all much more enjoyable in context, I think. Hmm. I, I have I always have more fun. Re- yes. I've rewatched. I saw them all in the theaters, and I have rewatched them twice since then. One in sequential order, and one in release date. Mm. Yeah, we need to get you a hobby. <laughs> we need to get you a. <laughs> Jeff, how many episodes of Outlander have you watched? Let's see if we're going to play this game. <laughs> Good question. No, I I, I did Hold not on, make that. Wait, get back, Dave. Um, who's your favorite MCU character? I've seen the first season multiple Dave? times. Uh, <laughs> who's your favorite Outlander character? Bill! <laughs> is it Jamie Fraser? Okay. Um, who, Dave, who's MCU? My, my favorite MCU character is Black Widow. Oh, shit. So progressive. Get in there. Tell me why. Why do you love her so much? I mean, when she's first introduced in um, The Avengers, like... Super cool. Yeah. yeah. She's, that opening she's con- scene is She's conducting, awesome. and, yeah. and I'm using air quotes yeah. here, an interrogation. Yeah, she's like, I've almost got this guy. He's about to give me everything I need. That's coming out after COVID. Yeah, yeah. Once we can all go outside again. Okay, that's a make or break for her. I feel like if that movie does, if that movie's a Captain Marvel, that's it. Nobody's gonna ever answer. That's a good one. Sorry, it might be David. No, this movie might be David Harbour's chance to redeem himself for Hellboy. Hellboy, our favorite. It's still our highest rated episode of this podcast. Is the Hellboy episode? Yeah. Uh, I also really love the sequence. I also really love her sequence when uh, her and John Favreau go and break into this place. That is like I like I said. Boxes one guy and she kills everybody. That is like Iron Man two's thing. It's it's the introduction of Black Widow as Black Widow. She is fucking perfect yeah. in that role. I like Scarlet in general. I don't love her in a lot of her sincere, like, regular life, not superhero dramas, but I really like her as Black Widow. She has a really good comedic timing with all the guys. Yep. She just fucking handles, like, I don't think of her as anything other than one of the Avengers, I mean, even though yeah. she doesn't have superpowers. She doesn't have, she superpowers, doesn't have superpowers, but she, she kicks everyone's fucking ass. I, and I, I, we talked a whole bunch of shit about Endgame, but I was, I was moved by her and Hawkeye's final yeah. sequence where they fight yeah. to the death. I mean, that was, that was touch. I don't want to give away anything for anybody who hasn't seen it, but that was, yeah, that was no, touching. That was, that yeah. was really cool. That was really cool. My, my problem was how come everybody didn't have that? It was a convenience thing. It wasn't like yeah. these two characters need and to be tied up. It was why like, did shit, you send? It was a little contrived. And, why did you send the two non? superheroes together <laughs> to find a stone but it was a good no, payoff th- i think that's another thing people love that movie because it was like hey you got through every single person's storyline and that was a cool little twist and you pulled it off check i, I did love the memes that were going around this, like this week actually was. about uh how like hawkeye is basically a serial killer because you took out <laughs> took out his family and he just started killing a whole invasion people 
A lot of serial killers <laughs> like, do retire to the country, I believe. I think that's in uh, Breaking yeah. Bad and Better Call Saul. I think like, yeah. he just stuck. No, that's good. Like, seriously, like, you, he's, he's, like, his, no, family dissolved, his, his family dissolved for nothing. It's like, I'm going to wipe out every Asian gang ever. Yeah, I'm, that was pretty crazy. Skipped that. that was pretty ballsy. Like, like, it came across a little racist because they skipped the, the lead-in. He did get yeah, really they, mad they and took the it out of the Asians. And it was like... I like her... Um, yeah. <clears throat> I really like her relationship with Banner. Yes. Sun's guilt and real low, big guy. Like, yeah, I really that liked whole, when they started... That whole setup. That's probably the best that part of Ultron. he can all of a sudden Ultron. control his anger? What? Like, What'd you say, Jeff? Is it cheap that the like in, they like pulled it off that he controls his anger that one time, and then from then on he can just control it all the time until they get to Ragnarok where it's inconvenient? Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I don't know if that. <laughs> okay, never mind. I'm sorry. You go back to what you were talking Jeff about. Jeff hates MCU. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, my. I'm just curious. I want to know. Jeff, I'm the one. I hate that... season seven of Game I'm... of Thrones because I love the first six. I'm Ugh. the I'm the one that likes DC Universe, not you. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> no, let's, Wait, let's get on it. Get out of here. Let's get no. We we can we can shit on it a little bit more if we want. They no, never knew what to do with the Hulk. They never knew what they to do with the Hulk. They never knew what to do with the Hulk until, Wait, he, until he was the comic relief <laughs> in the first in yes. first Avengers, and then they kind of yes. found a footing for the Hulk, and then they developed this wonderful storyline between him and Black Widow. Do you Widow. guys like Smart Hulk? No. Do you like Smart no. Hulk in Endgame? I did not like that at all. No. That didn't work for me. They also at sat all. there and they're like, "Wait, goal for us is how do we get." the beast to say something funny <laughs> how do we get the monster to say something funny and they're like i don't know just write it into the next scene and we'll just print it they, i feel like that's what okay happened. All of a okay sudden, i'm sorry when he became a celebrity okay. it was like oh to go slightly off topic what they did was they made the hulk she hulk why is that wait is that a character in the mcu universe or something? she she yeah she hulk is a character in the mcu and she strikes a balance between hulk and humanity and she's able to retain her intelligence while she's the hulk all right they turned the Hulk so they into definitely, She-Hulk. Yeah, it sounds like they literally did so this that. Was, I was, I, that came out of fucking nowhere, dude. Smart Hulk, I was like... <laughs> Which is really amazing because um, the like Disney Plus is making a She-Hulk series. Yeah, let her stand alone. Why did so you do that I'm with like, him? Well, yeah. It's like the Lady Stoneheart standalone for a Game of Thrones. It's a- <laughs> so, okay, yeah, like we've, we've got a little off topic here. Like, okay. like, no, that's good. We've We're got still rolling. Stuff. And Terminator. Terminator. Uh-huh. Um, I, like I said, first one scared the hell yeah. out of me. Yeah. Loved it. Stop motion is it scary. It was a great movie. I watched, <laughs> also, I, terrorist I attacks in clubs. I Very watched, scary. <laughs> I, I've watched T2 so yeah. many more times because it is an amazing sequel. It is a fantastic it movie. It's very good. Um, I've watched, uh, Terminator 3 about five times because I like to punish myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Masochist, you bastard! What's wrong with you? I've seen Gen. Uh, I've seen Genesis twice. I've seen Salvation at least four or five times. I really enjoyed that, and I feel like I'm gonna buy uh, Dark good. Fate because it. I enjoyed yeah, that you're gonna film see so it four much more, more times. And given the fact that, I'm, yeah, like no, I'm yeah, gonna okay. watch it a lot. I'm gonna watch like T1, so T2, seen, and Dark Fate a so lot. You've seen these movies, but yeah. in saying that, like. Terminator lost its way and went early off on, the rails yeah. for so many years, and they they've come back now, and I, I'd love to see what they make of it. Me too. But Marvel has had it nailed for a good ten yeah. years. The through line is like they settled it. They settled in, and they really like they have done some damage to how to make a long running series. I think they changed so, yeah, it. I'm sorry. I'm going. 
M- MCU all the way. I think they, I think they changed me. it. I think they've introduced something that people are going to try to copy. Yeah, I mean, DC they did. Tried. DC is still trying. They tried to... Ex- di- di- well, they I mean, will never I would, get back in, to the throw glory back, throw of back. the Dark Knight no, trilogy. But, th- <laughs> throw, but throw back to my earlier comment about, I don't know why the animosity with DC, and I, I think I do know now, because they tried to quickly develop a universe. They tried to do what Marvel was doing, but they tried to do it straight Which up. they should not have done. And Marvel took the time to build, and they took, what, how many years was this? 10 years? 12 years? 12. 12. Yeah. Yeah, 12 years to build this universe. And DC tried to do it in three movies. And it was like, yeah, no, you're not going to do it and in I three think movies. That they, You've got to put them in the leg. I work. think it's so disappointing because I think they accidentally stumbled onto what would have been their best foot forward, which is that you hire someone like Christopher Nolan to do their own trilogy. You don't try to connect the universe. You just let really genius people well, take they, one they character did learn and that, run to and town. They, like, they learned that uh, when Wonder Woman made a billion, a billion is Patty dollars. Doing, did Patty, is Patty Jenkins doing the second one? Yeah. Every yeah. Good. No, yeah. I'm and so possibly pumped to see third. 1984, dude. I can't wait to see that movie. Yeah. Uh, it's been pushed back a year, but... Uh, we'll, uh, they're not going to release we'll it on demand? Year. Come uh, on. Wait, they're not are they going to bump into Sarah Connor in 1984? It's the same year. It's the year they go back to the Terminator. <laughs> That's for you, Jeff. And uh, <laughs> but um, we're connecting yeah, these two I, I, franchises. I like, okay, so Marvel, Marvel for me, Jeff. Marvel, definitely right. I already voted. Yeah. So Marvel's moving on. Marvel's going to see the Godfather in the semifinals. Next week is the end of our initial round. Before we have our bonus round, where we accidentally admit that we forgot Dark Knight, but we're going to add two movies in. So Dark Knight and something else. <laughs> Are we taking? We're taking suggestions. We are taking suggestions. Some other yeah, suggestions would be Indiana Jones, which I highly suggest you don't suggest because I'm going to shit all over that. The Dark, the Dollars trilogy, and uh, Rocky. Here's the here's the big ones: Rocky and Bond. Do you want Rocky and Bond in there? Okay, no. Let's like. Are we not leaving up the public? We're we're just going off the list. No, no, no. no I'm to, suggesting to the don't... public: the Dark Knight trilogy, Rocky, um, Indiana Jones, James Bond, Alien. The Mummy has made it onto our shortlist. The Mummy, dude, Just don't yeah. say Land Before Time. You fuckers, don't say Land Before Time. And don't I say mean, Robocop. It's not going to yeah, happen. The, all those, not... Yeah, all the animated trilogies can maybe... And the horror trilogies are great. Gonna not going to happen. So, <laughs> if anybody... Dark maybe Knight, not the Beethovens, either. No Beethovens. No Beethovens. The Dark, Dark Knight and no Air Buds. Beer just went in my Air laptop. Air Bud Golden Receiver. Huh. Okay. Um, Air Bud. Air Bud. Oh okay, my next God, week dude. on the podcast... <laughs> If you made it this far, you're definitely going to tune in next week for sure. Oh, it's going to be a fun week. Thank you so much, family. Okay, next week is actually going to be really, really fun, which is Jurassic Park and Mission Impossible. And for anybody out there who forgot, the Mission Impossible movies are fucking awesome. If anybody forgot about that along the way. Also, the book's great. Go ahead and read the book. That's Jeff's Jeff's for Jeff. I don't have any more beer. What? Um, Jurassic God, Park, Mission Impossible next week. Thanks so much for tuning in. You have to, you have to drink twice Guys, next week. Harry Potter and and um, and uh, Die Hard was really fun last week for anybody who missed it. I don't know what else to say. You guys want to say anything else? Can I do one last to say goodbye? Yeah, go ahead. Can I do one last? You, I you won't be back. <laughs> I won't be back. <laughs> We're going to cue the music early this week. I just, I just keep buzzing you. <laughs> Dasein, we need you. <laughs> All right, tune in out. See you next week. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.